105AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Well, last night I spoke to a few tour operators who just called in out of the blue. We we received an email from uh, Dallas Cool from Taste the Barossa and uh, Craig heard that and then he called in with his story, got a long message from Paul from Bums on Seats Tours about the difficulties he's facing and how he's almost set to close down his business. Uh, this is a little bit of Dallas and what he spoke about last night. I'm a passionate tourism industry operator and you know the, the industry is hurting it's not just one one tour operator it's the it's you know it's the entire segment of the tourism industry if you, uh, i think if you've got wheels in tourism you're, mm. you're really struggling at the moment why why aren't we getting assistance matty I, I want someone to actually say why why are we not as important as as victoria as new south wales as other other states i mean it's it, I just can't, and nothing's happening. I mean, it, the, the government's are just ignoring this issue. So I said last night at the end of the conversations, look, I'll put in a call to the government, I'll put in a call to the opposition, see if we can get them both on and have a chat about this. Well, I got a statement back from the uh, the government because the tourism minister, who's the, uh, the premier as well, um, isn't available. And uh, basically I got the, uh, the three-page or four-page uh, support for the tourism sector sheet. And so I've just picked out the main points, which I'll I'll read out in the interests of uh, balance and fairness. Uh, We're focused on uh, returning to our record high $8.1 billion visitor economy uh, pre-COVID. SA's tourism was at its highest ever value on record, well on track to reach the 2030 goal of $12.8 billion. Adelaide also confirmed having the 15th highest hotel occupancy in the world in March 2021. From data analysed across 180 countries, the Great State Voucher Scheme, proven uh, stimulus pay- uh, program, which has received overwhelmingly positive feedback from industry. Uh, the first four rounds estimated uh, economic impact $65 million. Um, a total of 71 regional tourism development projects granted funding under the Tourism Industry Development Fund. And it goes on uh, just to uh, finish up with a couple more points. The $3,000 cash grants for employing businesses and 1000 for non-employing businesses like sole traders uh, in eligible industry sectors that have experienced a decline in turnover of over 30%. Um, introduced July 28, 2021, an additional CBD grant of 1000 for businesses like those who which are in the city. It talks about New Zealand flights uh, to, um, to come in. Uh, and there's a heap more info in it about the Tourism Industry Development Fund and what it does, marketing support, um, rebounding, COVID awareness training courses, cash grants for businesses. But look, all of that, all very well and good, and, and it is good. It's it's great stuff, really, that, uh, that this is on offer and how lucky are we to live in a country that does this sort of thing. But for the individual businesses looking for tourists to pick up at the airport and take somewhere, they just ain't there. And that's where they're hurting. So that's the government's perspective. And uh, I'm sure they know and would have read the transcripts today as to what the nature of the calls were. Uh, on the line is Zoe Bettison, the Shadow Tourism Minister. Zoe, good evening. Thanks for your time. Oh, thank you for that, Matthew. Now, where does the opposition stand on this? Well, look, um, I've been talking to people like Dallas and Craig and Lunch Dowdle um, since COVID hit last year. And I've heard their pain. And I know that they're fighting for their survival because we know that when Victoria and New South Wales are locked down, we shut down here. So particularly tourism operators and those hotels in the CBD, without any of those business visitors, they're really suffering at the moment. And we know that there has been some support, but it's simply not enough 
those people who relied on people coming across the border from New South Wales and Victoria. All right. Uh, so that's just not enough. Is I mean, they're relying on that, and they're not getting them, obviously, at the moment. I mean, we can't have tourism really the way we're accustomed to having it, for obvious reasons. We understand that. Should the assistance be more targeted? Well, look, the Labor Party, the, the opposition, has put out a policy. It's a hospitality policy, and it goes to the heart of this because ultimately when JobKeeper ended in March we knew that tourism hospitality would still need support. But the Commonwealth Government chose not to continue that support. And the SA Government didn't lobby enough for it at all. So our policy is about cash payments to eligible businesses between $100 and $500 per day when they have those restrictions in place. Because what we found is even when you have lockdown, that's when the Commonwealth money comes in, but if you continue restrictions after that, mm. that's when we don't have movement of people. We also said that the Commonwealth should establish something like Job Seeker, which is a similar program to what they have in New South Wales, and that's going on at the moment. We also suggested that we should waive the 2021-22 liquor licensing fee. And of course, a lot of people are also getting their land tax bills. I know you've covered it several times. Um, in the programs, and there's no waiving of those bills at the moment. And we're seeing that coming at a really, really difficult time for tourism operators and CBD businesses. I think the problem for most of them too is because they employ casual staff, tour guides to to take people, you know, to the Barossa or around Adelaide or whatever it may be. And because there's not enough business, there's been a heap of people as well who are obviously not working in their casual uh, employment. And those people will ultimately, you would think, could be lost to the industry moving forward. Well, look, can I tell you when I've talked to Dallas, talked to Craig, and I've talked to Lunch, the key thing they talk about is their staff. Mm. And when people have working in tourism, they do it because they love people and they love to tell them about South Australia. And so they know that they've got great people working for them. But people need to pay their mortgages. They need to look after their families. And when that certainty isn't there, when they leave the industry, they don't come back. But this is the one main thing I've heard from each of these tourism operators over the last nearly 18 months. Yeah. What can I do for my staff? Mm. Because I want to keep them on. They're great at what they do. We've chained them up. Uh, they really live and breathe the operation of the business. And I've had to let them go. And I know it's been incredibly heartbreaking. Nearly every operator I've talked to has used up their savings. Yeah, that's, There's nothing left. Yeah, that's the message I got last night too from, uh, I think it was Paul who was saying that, uh, you know, his savings are just about all gone and he's he's only got a limited time left that he feels he can operate in, which is just terrible. Um, and look, Chuck from down south, uh, Chuck's tours, he came out and oh, stood yes. with me yeah, when yeah. we raised this issue. Our biggest concern was the end of JobKeeper at that point. Yep. He and his wife have had to make some very serious financial decisions. I've got some other people who've talked to me, Matthew, and they've said, look, if we knew now, if we knew then what we know now, we would have just stopped the business. Mm. They wouldn't have continued trading and they would have gone off and got other jobs, but they believed that we were going to come back. They believed that they had a great product and the tourism tourists would come, 
But what they've found is they've just staggered on for 18 months. They lost an incredible amount of money and they've had to say goodbye to their staff. Yeah, and uh, I think it was Dallas was telling me last night of a person um, near Port Lincoln who's had to sell his farm, a tour operator, had to sell the property yeah. to keep the business going, which is just terrible. Um, one of other, one of Dallas's points last night, the federal government keeps saying, well, look, we're, we're going to have to stop the funding arrangement soon. It can't go on forever. Mm-hmm. Weekly weekly payments to small businesses. But those, those payments weren't available here in SA. They were only available interstate to operators in Victoria and New South Wales because of COVID. That makes it all the more tougher, doesn't it? I mean, they can't do anything about it here, these these operators, but they must be looking over there just in envy at what has been available to people over the border. So what we've seen in Australia is that when you have lockdown, you, the, these payments kick in. And so what the operators have been saying to me is we'd be better off in lockdown, mm. Zoe. Look, if we were in lockdown, then uh, this money, the Job Saver program as it is in New South Wales, would kick in. Yeah. But, they, but when you have this lockdown in New South Wales and Victoria, we're virtually shut down here mm. because there's no movement. And particularly those people who are near the border communities like Mount Gambia, who we know our heart is with them right now, they're going through a very difficult time. They have a lot of movement of people, usually from Victoria through um, to South Australia through Mount Gambia. And so that's all stopped. That's all stopped and that money is not coming. So what what our biggest concern is here is the South Australian government has provided a support program that doesn't go to the heart of what these tourism, hospitality operators, business owners really need. When the restrictions keep going, like when you could only trade at 25%, that's really not a way to break even even. Mm. And, of course, we've said to them, you just can't have a policy that fits all businesses. Tourism and hospitality have taken the hits stronger than any other businesses. We've got to recognise that as a government. We need to support them. Yeah, indeed. Well, I'm sure you're lobbying for them, uh, Zoe, in, uh, as much as you can from opposition. So uh, well done there. But uh, I'm sure this will continue to for uh, weeks to come, potentially, because while we're in lockdown, I can't see things getting, or not in lockdown, but the current situation, borders closed, etc. I can't see that uh, anything's going to improve for them anytime soon. Well, look, Matthew, can I give just a real shout-out to Dallas because his voice has added weight to this issue Mm. and he's been very consistent for a very long time and I know things have been incredibly difficult for him and his wife and I just want to publicly thank Dallas for speaking up. All right. Thank you, Zoe. Appreciate your time tonight. Thank you, Matthew. Zoe Bettison there, the Shadow Tourism Minister, as I said, put in a call to the government as well for uh, the Tourism Minister, Stephen Marshall, to come on and have a chat about uh, businesses and and grants and support for the tourism sector. But I got the uh, support for the tourism sector statement as well, along with a a press release that came out on the weekend, very similar, multi-million dollar boost for local SA tourism and jobs. It talks about... Um, the latest National Visitor Survey stats released uh, just last week by Tourism Research Australia showing total visitor expenditure in the 12 months to June 21 has recovered to $5.8 billion, well ahead of the impact forecast of $4.9 billion. I don't know where all these tourists are coming from, but they're certainly not getting to the tour operators, the people that want to pick them up at the airport and take them out to... Well, wherever, you know, the, the, the sites of uh, SA, down south, up north, wherever else... In the hills, 
visit the wineries and uh, tours of the city and all of that. Uh, interstate expenditure apparently increased 29% to a record high $2.6 billion for the 12 months to June 2021 here in SA. Regional visitor expenditure up three, up to $3.5 billion, up 25%, nearing pre-COVID levels. Well, that's wonderful, but somehow tourist operators aren't getting that and um, they're missing out. And sadly, those businesses are in danger of disappearing, which isn't great. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.